Welcome to Disney's Magic of Storytelling podcast, brought to you by WakeMed Children's, because inside every child is a story waiting to be told. Our storyteller is ABC 11 meteorologist Don Schwenneker. A Toy Story Christmas. Take that, Andy said in Woody's voice. You're spending Christmas in jail. He put Ham the piggy bank into an old shoebox with slits cut in the sides. Andy was playing in his room with his toys. In one hand, he held Woody the cowboy. In the other hand was Buzz Lightyear, Space Ranger. You'll be seeing bars for a long time, Andy added in Buzz Lightyear's commanding tone. Andy's mother came into the room and sat down on the bed. Andy, I have a surprise for you. You know Christmas is coming up and this year for your big present, we're going to the Grand Canyon. Andy dropped Woody and Buzz on the floor. He jumped up and down. Hooray, Andy said. That's the best prison ever. Can I take Buzz and Woody? He picked up his two favorite toys. I think it's better if you leave one of them here, his mom said. You'll be so busy you won't have any time to play. Now come on, we've got a lot to do to get ready. The moment the door shut behind Andy and his mother, the toys came to life and Buzz sat up. Woody straightened his cowboy hat. All right, Rex the dinosaur said as he came out from under the bed. The trip is Andy's big present this year. That means no other toys to take our places. I was worried Andy was going to get a video game, Ham added. All the toys started talking at once. Hold on a minute, Woody said, and he walked to the center of the room. Sure, it's great there aren't going to be any new toys to replace us, but did you think about what else this means? It means a Christmas without Andy. Everyone got quiet. Christmas without Andy? Why, Christmas without Andy wouldn't seem like Christmas at all. Arcee's fender drooped sadly. Slinky Dog hung his head. Even the green army men looked glum. Buzz Lightyear walked over to Woody. Andy'll be gone, but that doesn't mean we can't have Christmas. We'll just make it a toy Christmas. Woody looked at the other toys around him. He forced a smile onto his face. Buzz is right. We'll have a great Christmas this year. But deep down, Woody knew it couldn't happen. It was true that they could have their own Christmas, but without a kid who loved them all, it wouldn't be as much fun. After Andy and his family left on the trip, the toys started getting ready for Christmas. They had a lot to do. They made decorations, and they practiced singing songs, and they looked for presents for each other. Psst, Woody, over here, Jesse hissed loudly. Woody found her hiding behind a stack of books. Look what I found, she said, and she held up a red bandana. Why, Jesse Bullseye has been looking for that bandana for months, Woody said. I know, Jesse grinned. It's going to be a great Christmas present for him. Come sing some Christmas carols, Wheezy the Penguin called out to Woody. All right, Woody said. He thought maybe the songs would help put him in the Christmas spirit. Wheezy grabbed Mike the tape recorder, and as the music began, his high squeaky voice dropped to a deep baritone. First, he belted out a rocking rendition of Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Then he glided into a jazzy Frosty the Snowman. But when Wheezy started crooning, 
blue Christmas, Woody had to move away. It made him think of how sad he'd be without Andy. Catch you later, Wheezy. Mike and Woody said it with a tip of his hat. Wheezy and Mike continued to sing as Woody walked off. He was glad his friends were in the holiday spirit, but he couldn't stop thinking about how much he missed Andy. He went over to the other side of the room. Hey, Woody, want to help us decorate? Slinky Dog asked. Watch this. He gave Woody a poke in the ribs, then yelled, hit it. In a flash, two aliens bounced super high and dropped a string of red and green buttons along the edge of the bookcase. That's pretty neat, Slink, Woody said with an approving nod. And nice job, Sarge, he called to the Army commander and his troops. They were hanging sparkly silver jacks that looked like 3D snowflakes around the room. We got a Christmas tree, too, Slinky told him. He pointed to a tree made entirely of cotton balls. Red and green hair ribbons were wrapped around it and tied in a bow at the top. There already were presents under the tree. They were wrapped in shiny paper and topped with colorful bows. Looks like it's a white Christmas, Sarge said. Woody smiled a bit. He was impressed that all the toys were working so well together to make Christmas a happy holiday. Woody kept track of the days on the calendar in Andy's room, and finally it was the big one, December 24th, Christmas Eve. Hours passed with secrets and whispers, and before long, it got dark outside. The toys all gathered together to celebrate the holiday, but Woody, he held back. He was thinking of Andy. Hey there, Sheriff, Buzz said. Why are you so down? It's a beautiful night out, and it's Christmas Eve. I don't know, Buzz, Woody said. It's just not the same without Andy. You're right, Buzz said. It's not the same, but you have other friends beside Andy, so come on. And he put his arm around Woody's shoulders. Woody and Buzz walked by Bo Peep. She was reading a Christmas story to the newest toys, the ones who never had a Christmas before. Bo winked at Woody. Lo and behold, Woody's heart felt little lighter. Then Buzz led Woody over to the Christmas tree. Etch-a-Sketch stood by the tree, a roaring fire drawn on his screen. Nearby, somebody set up wooden blocks to spell out Merry Christmas. Get the lights, Sarge, Buzz shouted. The Sarge saluted and turned out all the lights. Here's a little thing I like to call Christmas magic, Buzz said. He pressed the laser button on his right arm and a beam of light shot onto the wall. He pressed the button again and again and again. It was so quick his figure became a blur. He moved the lights around to the right, to the left, to up and down and right and up and the light pulsed around the dark room, making a show of dancing snowflakes and sugar plums and lots and lots of toys, dolls, trains, even teddy bears. Woody's jaw dropped and his eyes grew wide. Wow, Buzz, Cowboy said. That is really great. I didn't know you could. His sentence was cut off by a jolly ho, ho, roar as R.C. rolled into the circle. R.C. was decorated to look like a sleigh and followed behind him was Rex with a white cotton beard and a red sock hat. Sorry about the roar, Rex said, even though no one had really been scared. Sometimes I forget I'm Santa Claus, not a fierce, bone-crunching, carnivorous dinosaur. Rex went to the Christmas tree. 
He picked up presents to give to each and every toy. Bullseye was thrilled to have his bandana back. Mr. Spell got new batteries. Your speaking was getting a little slow there, Slinky Dog pointed out. Buzz got a Star Command 4-way outer space signal interceptor. His friends had put it together out of a small cardboard box, some sequins with an old dress, lots of duct tape. Thanks, guys, he said. It's just what I've always wanted. One of the dolls gave Jesse a dress. Ham's present was a quarter. Woohoo! he shouted. That's as good as 25 pennies, five nickels, two dimes and a nickel. I'm feeling flush. And then Bo Peep pulled Woody over and gave him a big kiss. He turned as red as the Christmas lights. Ah, shucks, Bo, he said. Woody looked at his friends. Buzz was right. Christmas without Andy wasn't better or worse. It was just different. Spending time with people and toys you loved was what Christmas was really all about. Hey, Buzz, Woody, everyone, Slinky Dog yelled from the edge of the bed. Check this out. He pulled the window curtain aside, and outside, snow was drifting down. It's a white Christmas, he shouted. Merry Christmas, everyone. And Woody smiled. Merry Christmas. The end. Wakemed Children's is proud to support the ongoing enrichment of children in our community and beyond through our sponsorship of the Disney Magic of Storytelling podcast. To learn more about Wakemed Children's, please visit kids.wakemed.org.